Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Today, you guys are in for a real treat. Um, Come on. <laughs> so we have Tom Laird, who is super awesome. He is the president, CEO, founder of Expedia, uh, which is a call center, believe it or not. Great. We all love call centers. But I'm going to say it. I am. So Tom totally attributes the fact that he was able to break the algorithm on LinkedIn for most of his business. And he's going to share that plus other things. He's a dynamic speaker. He's also a board member for my Erie Technology Incubator, as well as sits as vice chair on the board on our executive committee. So he is a wealth of information. Um, so buckle up because it's going to be a great hour and a half or so. So Tom, take Guys, with this group, this is tremendous. So if you have questions as we go, right, don't like, don't wait till the end because I'm going to throw a ton of stuff at you. I struggle with this class because this is a business boot camp, right? So if you look at any kind of marketing book, they're going to talk to you about strategic plans and SWOT analysis and, and kind of looking at market uh, segmentation. There's so much that we can talk about here. Um, I have Expedia, which is we have about a 500 employee call center in Erie. Um, and we are going through, we're doing two startups. One is a technology spinoff of that. And then the other one is a actual product um, for parents to take away their children's electronics. Um, so yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a thing, right? So um, I know we started Expedia as a startup. I bootstrapped from four employees to where we are now. Um, got no funding uh, until we got to a point where we probably didn't need funding, and that's when they want to give you funding. Uh, so I want to. We can talk about some of that stuff too. But the other thing that I think I am so passionate about is what I'm going to tell you here is how how I've grown my business. Um, what I think you should be doing right now as a pre-startup startup, and that as you begin your your journey of of going live, um, at very little cost. At a lot of time, I have about 500 employees. I have zero salespeople. I don't have one salesperson on there. Everything that we're doing is through content, through what we post on social media. I'm streaming this live right now on LinkedIn. I like to do these things because not only do I get to kind of get the message out, but this is going to be a ton of content for me um, as well. So, again, I, when she says, when Kathy says, buckle up, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of take you through, kind of, I think what I would be doing and what I am doing with my startups right now and, and hopefully what, what you guys can do to, to help you get to, to to where you guys really want to be. All right. So the first thing is if I could just sum this whole thing up, 
right, is you need to become, and this is the greatest time ever, ever to be, to, to, to enter into the startup realm. I'm not saying it's easy, but the tools are there for you to do things, you know, at, at very little cost, um, and you can make a huge impact. You just talked about Volvo Basement. She is my, she's the, the greatest social media person in Erie that I've seen. I know. We'll, we'll talk about her and, and some of the things she's done. And she went from zero to 30,000 Instagram followers in literally a couple months just because of some of the things. Again, not that I've talked to her, but she's basically following the same, same kind of plane or path. So, again, we need to think about being our own media company. We'll talk about that. Because you have right here, you have everything you need for to become your own media company. It's all in your hands. Right? The second thing is... We have to be able to create content at scale. I'm going to show you how to do that very easily, right? It's not just, oh, my God, every single day i got to post 35,000 times, and how do I create all this content? I don't have any time for this. We're going to talk that through and how we can do that very, very easily. Hi. 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 And the, the second piece, or the, I guess the last piece of this that we all need to think about is when you are a startup, all you want at the beginning is revenue and sales, right? So – we need to kind of change that mentality a little bit, right, to, to add value slash or entertain. And you guys in your pre-startup mode going through this boot camp is in the perfect time to kind of start some of this stuff up. That's why I get really excited about kind of talking about things like this. Sales and marketing versus brand building, all right? And I want to talk to you about that just really quick. Sales is like candy. I think it's the greatest. And I did come up with this myself. I was really proud of myself, right? It's kind of like that. You know, you eat that piece of candy and it's delicious and you just want more. Like, God, I want another piece of candy. I can't, I can't get enough. But then a lot of times you run out of candy, right? And then you kind of get sick or maybe you eat too much candy or you eat too much uh, pizza and you end up throwing up in the balls of, uh, of uh, Chuck E. Cheese, right? <laughs> so sales for us and for all of us is it's instant gratification. Right? It's that quick rush. The other thing from an analytic mindset is you can measure it very easily. Right, that's a huge piece of this. You can look at AdWords. You can look at uh, Google Ads. You can do those types of things from a paid search standpoint. You can know how many you converted. It's very easy to justify, right? Short-term wins, right? You feel really good. Again, I think I got the point there, All right? So these kind of things, do I point to set? Uh, I didn't point it over there. What working. There we go. So as we just talked about, and I'm not going to talk about these things today. I mean, I'm more than happy to have as many phone calls as you would like, or we can discuss this, but, you know, paid search, uh, paid social, like all of your advertising, right? Things that are going to cost you money, email campaigns, direct response, uh, doing commercials, right? Those types of things, sales, they're important, right? But for where you are today, I want you to focus on something a little bit differently. And I think it's going to make a huge and, and a much bigger impact. Um, on, on where you guys want to go. And I want to talk about brand, right? And everybody doesn't, or a lot of people don't like brand because again, it's like, you don't, you can't really see if you're doing anything right. Am I really converting anything? Are, are people really seeing this? Do, is it resonating? Right. But again, it's like eating that healthy diet. It's eating broccoli, right? You don't really like to do it, but as you keep eating it and you're eating healthier, Right, you start to get a, a healthier company, and this is what will take you through those sales cycles that go like this, right through the long term. Right, for us, about 60 to 70 percent of everything I do is brand, 
and I'll, I'll probably take that back, about 80 to 90% is brand. And when I find something that works, that's when I put my revenue, that's when I put money behind it. We'll talk about that. But I'm not going out there first advertising or throwing a bunch of stuff out there um, from a paid search, SEO, that stage. And I'm going to talk to you about how do I, how are we doing this or how you can do it as well. So this is the stuff I want to talk to you about today. And I think it's fun. I think it's, there's an art and a science to it. And I think it's one of these or two of these things that you can get behind can totally take you to a different level, right? So it's content marketing. It's podcasts. It's adding value to whoever. And we're going to talk about different segmentations with that. Blogging. Um, follower campaign. Trying to, trying to generate community. You know, those types of things. And I just put adding value, adding value twice because we're not selling. Right? So we're not selling. We're going to add value. And we're going to see how this affects the community. So we talked about sales, and in, in, in my experiences and how I take, again, my two startups now and what I did with Expedia is pre-startup and where you guys mostly, I'm assuming, are now is 100% brand building, right? When you walk out of here, I am so excited to see the first person that maybe takes their phone out and does something that we talk about because you can start it the instant you walk out of here and you can start making a difference literally today. And that's why I think that this, this is fun to kind of talk about. Right? It's not like you got to go put a full plan together um, and, and you got to kind of take your time and think it through. There's a piece of that too, right? But you can really start doing that. Now, as you start to evolve, right, this brand turns into sales, right? And then once you get to a point, and this is where Expedia is now, we're about 50-50. I decided to do a ton of stuff from a personal branding standpoint. If something resonates, then I put money behind it, and that's kind of how I'm generating sales, right? So let me, let me kind of get deeper into that. So brand beats sales over the long term. Again, sales cycles will come. Sales cycles will go. You'll figure out a new product. Um, it's going to go hot off the shelf. It starts to not sell. right? And then you get stuck in this. I need to put more money in advertising. I need to put more money in SEO. When really, you know, people need to understand who you are. And that gets you through it. You look at brands. like Think about it like, like BMW. Right. If BMW came out with like a, I don't know why they don't do it, like a pair of like headphones, like Bose headphones, right? We would think that that is very high quality, right? Because BMW, they built their brand. So once you build a brand, there's a lot of things that you can do, right? Even if their car volume starts to go down, right? And we can do that on the micro level. Um, we can do that on a micro level as well. So how do we do this from the ground up? So what you need to be doing, and I said yesterday, what you need to be doing right now is start to build your personal brand, right, first, because everybody wants to buy from a person first more than they want to buy from a company, right, especially when we're talking about social media, when we're talking about online, right? I want to be able to trust Jackie. I want to be able to trust Liv, right? And if I can trust them, then I'm going to go on to their website or I'm going to go on to their, uh, you know, to their LinkedIn company page and see what, what they're selling or what they're doing. So I believe personal brand is number one, right? That translates into your corporate or your product brand as well. So how the heck do we do this? What we do now, what I do now is I find content. And what I, we're going to talk about building content. I try to hit every single demographic of a, a group that might be buying for me, but I don't think about that. I think about how can I add value? to the whole sphere of people that are in my sector. Right now I'm talking about call center operations, right? No one gives a darn about call center operations in here, right? 
So the cool thing is, because I have such a small niche, I can make such a big impact on the people that actually do because there's not a lot of them out there, right? So I try to create content for that brand new supervisor who's just on the floor and maybe they just got promoted from the phone. So they're, they're, they're worried about how do I deal with 15 people that I've never managed before. The call center manager who maybe just took over a full team of 50 people, right? The executive who's at, you know, BMW or, uh, you know, any type Macy's that is running their inbound customer support center. So we're trying to create a mass amount of content, right, for different segments. So how we've done this, and this is kind of what I'm talking about. So for new call center managers, experienced call center managers, call center center. So this is my example. So think of it as, you know, anything that you're doing right now, if you're selling a widget, right? Right, maybe it's somebody that's on the floor creating it. Maybe it's the mom who's going to be purchasing it. Uh, maybe it's the social media person who is an influencer that would love to have something like that. And how do you create content that kind of gets them interested in that, right? So a new call center manager, right? They don't really know what's going on. So I'm going to try to help them as much as I can. I'm going to give them definitions and KPIs and what you do when you train. I'm going to help them out there, right? So these guys are going to come and they're going to start to consume this content. The great thing about the new call center manager, if I can help them and they're good, they become here, right? They become this person. And this person is probably who I'm really selling to, right? So I'm creating kind of this whole kind of ecosystem, or I'm trying to help, I'm trying to add value for anyone who's kind of in my, my space, my sector, right? And I'm not doing any type of ads. I'm not selling. You won't even hear Expedia or my company in any piece of content that I do. The only thing I'm trying to do is add value to that person, right? So they want to continue to consume, start to trust me, and then say, hey, you know what? What company does he work for? Goes to my website, and it creates a sales cycle on all of all. It's all. This is kind of how we do this. So our main channels, and again, people talk about finding your own channel, right? So it, it, how many of you guys are, are you guys all like business and consumer products? Are you B2B products? Like for, for your startup that you guys are thinking about doing, what are right? Mean? Like business to consumer, business to business. Like, are you looking for consumers to, to purchase for the most part? Okay. So that's good. That's good. I mean, I, I don't want to, that's, that's, very straightforward. They talk about like in my world, like I'm trying to go after other businesses, right? And so they say, hey, you need to just stay on LinkedIn and maybe on Facebook, right? Only stay in your channel. Like I have found that to be totally wrong. And it's probably like against everything that people talk about from the social media side, right? But I have found that there is a niche on each one of these channels for people who are consuming my content. I just have to make it different on each of these channels, right? And there's a lot of easy ways we can do that. So for Facebook and Instagram, we have decided we use, we just use that for Expedia stuff, right? Employees do a great job. Uh, the pictures, we're having a party. That stuff is going on on, on our Facebook, right? Uh, business thought leadership in the short term is going on Twitter, right? LinkedIn, which we'll talk about as well, is, is thought leadership in videos. Like right now, I'm live streaming this on LinkedIn Live, right? And there are already like 35 to 40 questions that people have asked on this already. People are consuming this content. I'm going to take this video. I'm going to chop it up into, you know, three minute segments, right? And I'm going to have 50 pieces of content right here just from this doing this LinkedIn Live. So you guys can do that for anything that you're doing, right? We're going to, that's what I really wanted to kind of hone in on here too. TikTok for me, you don't think about business to business, like call center operations. Why are you posting on TikTok, Right. TikTok has been the by far the best channel 
the most organic reach you can find. And all I'm doing is this. And I'm saying, hey, uh, you know, if you are going to train a rep or if you're going to hire the best call center associates, here's the three best things that I think you should look for. That's it. No funny things, no dances. Um, no one tells you what you have to post on these channels. Right? The algorithm will tell you if it works or not. But there, at no point is there anybody like, well, I have to post funny things on TikTok because that's what they're doing. Only kids are on TikTok. Remember Instagram? Instagram, about 10, 15 years, maybe eight years ago now, right? It was for kids, right? That has totally evolved into the one of the number one things that brands are on. If you start an Instagram account right now, good luck, right? You're not going to find any reach because the amount of brands that are on there, the amount of advertising on there. TikTok is totally evolving right now. I'm probably stealing a slide I had down the road. They went from 15-second videos to 30 seconds to three minutes. You can now do 10-minute videos on TikTok, right? They want to be like YouTube. They want um, you know, people to talk about how to do things, right? So this is evolving, but the organic reach is still there. I can post a, have a nine-second video on, hey, I just want to let you know that if you're on hold, the call center people, you know, that recording, they can still hear you. And it's like 75,000 views. And the, the, the more important thing is, is the, the communication that I'm having back and forth, right? Because we're getting conversations now started. What? You're lying. That's not true. Well, it is true. Let me tell you this. And then we get into whole other things. So it's become an amazing way to, to you know, really affect community and then get other people on to looking at your other things. YouTube has evolved as well. YouTube Shorts is one of the most important things that you can do. So I would say for B2C, we'll talk about this more, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, and Facebook fan pages, right? So not just your Facebook personal, right? But if you have a business to kind of start a business page and they call them fan pages, everybody's leaving Facebook because of everything that's been going on, which has now created a giant void in the algorithm because there's not a lot of people that are posting. So people now that are coming back onto it, right, are getting a lot of traction. And the organic reach that I'm finding on Facebook, um, Facebook fan pages, LinkedIn is my whole thing, but you guys don't worry about that if you're all being seen. TikTok and YouTube Shorts is insane, right? Yes? So quick question. So Facebook and Instagram are all by the same? Correct. That's so kind when of... you post on one of them, Hey, go to the other? Correct. Well, they will normally it'll just it'll post on both. Like if you can kind of set that up so it posts on both. Um, but again, like so set set up uh, when you leave here today, right? If you don't have a, a Facebook kind of business page or fan page, you need to do that today, right? Any videos that you make, you need to be posting that on that today. Um, you need to have your own personal brand that has. And we'll talk, again, we'll talk about this more as, as, as the presentation goes on. Your own personal. Um, and, and I run into issues and the big question is personal versus business, right? When do I set up my, my personal account and is my personal account different than my business account? And, and it's, it's a yes and no. Like if you're going to do things like, and you're, it's fine if you're like, I'm telling my daughter to kind of do this. She's in her early teens, but like her TikTok is the dances, right? It's like all the, I'm like, well, all right, that's fine. I'm like, let's do another one, right? That is, you know, London's. I don't know, we've had, we've had 42 different connotations of what we say, but you know, London's kind of more, more professional or more things that she's going to talk about, you know, from, from her standpoint. Um, so again, those are the three things, YouTube shorts, TikTok, Facebook fan pages, and, and Twitter we're going to talk about too, because 
like it or not, it's made a it's made a big difference in the past couple of weeks. Okay, so I just threw a lot of stuff at you guys from from the channel standpoint, and a lot of people are like, "Tom, I don't like video. I don't like how I look on video. I don't feel comfortable posting myself on video. It's totally fine, right? Are you a writer? If you're a writer, write, right? If you um, if you you have things to say, audio is an unbelievable way to do this. The number one thing that I think is the next slide is the advice from a call center geek podcast, mm-hmm. right? Which is a podcast that we started that kind of starts our, our kind of content, I guess, waterfall that we'll talk about. But think about it, right? What are you good at? What are you comfortable with? You don't have to be comfortable with all. If you don't like how you look on video or if you don't feel comfortable in front of video, then do audio. Um, you know, write blogs. There's there's a ton of ways that you can you can get traction either way. And again, I just I keep doing these things down here is, is I give away absolutely everything. Right? And I don't think I stress that enough, and it's probably a poor job of me of making this this deck. When I'm creating content, I'm literally as long as I don't have anything proprietary to a client that I can't do contractually, everything that I can possibly give that can add value, I am giving away. You're in an amazing place right now. You're building a business plan. You're writing every single day, right? Everybody thinks that all you have is so proprietary, and everybody's going to steal my stuff. Maybe, but for the most part, the pluses that you will get out of this, right, of posting what you're doing, when you're doing it, um, I'm posting policies of my company, procedures, how do we hire? Hey, we just did this brand new incentive that we raised our attrition by 33%. This is exactly what we did. Here's the full policy. I hope it works. Let me know if you have any questions. I become a trusted leader in the space because I'm literally, any time that there's an issue, I'm trying to help somebody and they're starting to believe in that. So any, any niche that you have, you can do that. And the weirder it is, right, call center operations, it's super small, right? You can become a, a, a bigger voice um, in that niche. Last thing I want to say, too, this is what scares a lot of people, right, is TikTok is vicious. Like, it is so mean, right? And I, you just got to remember that don't care what, you know, hashtag live in my parents' basement 99 says, Right, because everybody's going to come at, and they're going to come at it in different ways, and it's social media. And I just block, or I just post, and I forget those people. But the forty percent that want to have a really cool conversation, it really adds a lot to it. So you got to have a little bit of a thick skin, I think. Um, but don't let these idiots stop you from posting, right? Stop you from creating content, stop you from making the videos that you want to make, right? Because it's your voice, and, and and these guys, who knows who they are, right? So just kind of keep that in the back of your head too. All right, so this is where the magic happens. So we have we have a podcast, right? I started this in 2018 with zero listeners. And it is about 30 minutes of me going on and talking about call center operations, right? So again, does that sound interesting? Not to anybody in here, right? But because it is so niche and nobody was doing it, it just took off. Right, so now I have about 140,000 people that are listening to this podcast. Right, so the podcast has become the what I like to call our, our pillar content. So you need to kind of define what are you comfortable with? What is you know when we talk about video, we talk about audio, we talk about a blog. What is the thing that you can you feel like you can consistently do? Right, for me, I do a weekly podcast. If it's either me talking, uh, we'll we'll get to that because I got a whole slide. 
So we do the podcast, right? I do it every week, once a week, 30 minutes. And listen, I'm, I've done 195 episodes. I'm running out of things to say, like, to be honest, right? So I'm trying to bring guests on. Anything that pops into my mind, like if I'm in the car on the way back and something just resonates with me, I'm running right in there. I'm doing, I'm talking into a microphone for, for 20 minutes, right? All of us can do that, right? There's no setup. I take that, right? I go, and I used to have a girl. She was amazing. Um, and she just she just left us for a, she was an animator and a writer. She went to an animation company, which is way better than writing about call center stuff, right? So I use Fiverr right now. And for about six, seven bucks, right? I have somebody take my podcast and they make blog posts out of it, right? You can do that yourself. I mean, I was doing that by myself at the very beginning, right? I'm in, like I'm doing right now, every single podcast, I use StreamYard. It's like 12 bucks a month, right? I'm videoing myself right now. This is basically a podcast, right? I'm going to take that video. I'm going to chop that video up from the podcast into now 15, 20, 30 different videos, snippets of a minute, 30 seconds, anything. I just created a ton of TikTok content, a ton of LinkedIn content, and a ton of Facebook and, and Facebook and YouTube short content. So now, one 20-minute podcast has turned into blog posts that I can now rip for Twitter. I can rip for LinkedIn. I can take my video. I can rip that for all of these now, different channels here. I take all that content. And guys, you do not have to be. I'm doing it myself. And I am the most, I don't know anything. Do you see me trying to do this? Look at this. This is what I was trying to do for my AV. Like, this is how technologically advanced I am. Right? I don't, I have nothing. I really don't. Right? It's very easy, right, with the tools now. And most of the stuff I can do on my phone. Right? And you guys all edit videos when you take a picture of somebody. Take a video of something. Right? It's that easy to start to create this stuff. Please remember, though, any podcast I do is on how I'm adding value, how I can help somebody that is out there. I'm not saying the top five reasons you need to use Expedia. I'm not saying the top 10 reasons that my call center is better than your call center. Nobody wants to hear that. But what they do want to hear is what is the top 10 ways that you can train a brand new associate? Right. Um, what is what is the, the, the five best ways that I can you can hire really good con- customer service associates? Right? All of that type of stuff is the stuff that, that really resonates. So, you know, we talk about doing all that. And the great thing is, once you have those videos, it's not a one and done, right? That bad boy is good forever. And I'm going to use this thing five, six, seven, eight times a year. And every part, I mean, I probably have now 1,500, 2,000, 3,000 videos, Right, of all little snippets that I just keep adding and evergreening and, and posting back out there. Maybe I'll make a little change. Maybe I'll throw a little graphic on there. But everybody can do this. And I, at the beginning, I would do this at night. I would do my podcast. Right, I would work all day. I would do the podcast at night. And I would take an hour and I'd rip as much as I possibly could. And I would do that every night for an hour or two. So, again, this isn't a huge, huge, huge time commitment either. Okay. Talk about the podcast. Here's my setup. I have a Yeti mic that costs 90 bucks, right? And I put my iPhone there at the beginning, but now I just use this, right? Just a little camera. That's it. So don't think you need to come up with some type of go to the, 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 if you want to go to the library, they have a whole podcast studio set up. It's awesome. You don't need any of it, right? You can use your phone, right? 
I was using, I've used, when I'm driving and I have something, I'm like, oh, I'm going to forget this. Like, I will just talk into it, literally upload it. That's a podcast episode, right? No one's telling you what a podcast episode is. It's your podcast, right? So you get to choose the art, the science of it, right? So again, don't let the technology either. That's such a lame excuse. Like, I got to go get the mic. I'm getting it next week. Start using your phone, right? Start creating stuff right now. Here's the other awesome thing. And this is how I've gotten potential clients and customers is I, we struggle again, not having a really strong sales group because I've utilized this. If there's someone I want to go after, if there's a, someone I want to sell to a company I want to get into, then instead of just cold calling and talking, I will, I will send LinkedIn, I'll send emails and then I will call and ask the senior VP of customer service for bank of America. Hey, because you're doing some amazing things. I have the number one rated call center, call center operations podcast. Will you come on my podcast? Right. And there's an ego thing, right. That everybody likes to have them be, Oh yes, absolutely. So nine times out of 10, they come on the podcast. I get to have a half hour conversation with them before that. Right. We're talking about everything from our kids to develop. We're starting to develop that report. He comes on the podcast. I get to ask them all the stuff that makes them look great. Right. And now I just developed a relationship with somebody I'm trying to sell with instead of just cold calling that person. And we, we can do that over and over and over. So anytime that there's somebody that I really want to start to work with, a company I want to get into, right, I bring them on. Ask leaders in your industry to come on with you. Right, Do things solo. Right, Anything that you want to do, again, it's your thing. Um, but just try to stay consistent with it. Even if it's 10 minutes, even if it's an eight-minute podcast. It's fine. Just stay consistent with it. The block. This is another amazing, awesome thing that you can do. So we just take the podcast, rip blogs, they go on the website. Right? You can use Medium. Right? You don't have a website right now. Medium.com. Right? Start to post. Put all your blogs on there. Right? It's totally free. Right? No excuse not to do it. Then you take, when you get to a certain point, I'm like, you know what? I got all these blogs. Really, really good. I want to do a book. I want to do a book. So all I did was take my blogs, right? Put them all as different chapters if they were good enough. I probably had to beef them up a little bit, right? Then I created my first book, Bicycle Call Center Geek. Threw it on Amazon. You don't pay for anything. It's totally free. So now you have your book. It's on Amazon. They self-publish it, right? Anytime that somebody says, hey, I want to buy it, they buy it. Amazon sends you like peanuts, but still that book goes out to that person, one off, right? So we've sold probably 1,500 to 2,000 of the initial book. And then every three years I update it. This is the last one, Bicycle Call Center Geek 3.0, right? This is another thing I can send to clients. This is another thing that, again, I don't care if I'm making any money. I probably make literally 60 bucks a month on Amazon. Like I get that check in my, or like the, uh, the notification. But even if I'm even if 15 to 20 of these things are going out a month, that's that's 15 to 20 of these that are into someone's hand that's out there, right? That is now kind of having me as their say mentor, right? But they're getting information. I'm being able to add value to them with that. And all it is, I didn't write a book. I wrote things from a podcast, made blogs that became a book. Very easy to do. It's just time. So this is, let's talk about video here for a second. Um, 99% of every video I do is thrown from my phone. Um, I have no one to help me make it prettier. Um, I have found the more raw that it is, the better. 
So again, don't think or use your that, that voice in your head that says, I'm going to do this as soon as I get the technology and I learn the software and I can make pretty videos, right? Value what you do trumps quality. If you have really good quality, but what you're saying stinks, nobody cares. If you have really good value, right, they're going to listen to that thing, right, the whole way through, no matter how, how, how grainy it is, right, how your sound is. Right. Start just creating these things. Here's some of the idiotic things that I have done and tried. Right. So number one, the great thing is like anytime I speak just like this, it's amazing content. Right. Super easy. It's videoed. I get to use it. I took my book and I sat by my fireplace and I read a chapter a night and videoed it and then posted it. And this was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. And it's the dumbest thing ever. Like literally just read a chapter of my book. You guys are all going through startups. You're going through meetings. You're talking to people. Every single meeting, I don't say every, most meetings that we do, my staff knows are going to be recorded, right? So this, we did a supervisor roundtable, right? Just video it, post it, chop it up, ton of content. Everything you guys don't realize, everything you're doing is super interesting to someone out there, right? It might not be your target audience right now, but you don't know who your target audience is. But if you start to create things, you help that other startup that's out there right now by by showing what what you're doing, right? Taking pictures of the notes that you just did, post them. Like the amount of content you have in front of you right now at this second is insane, right? The the amount of holding that up, taking a video. This is kind of what I learned from that last episode um, or, or what Tom said. This is what I totally disagreed with Tom on, right? That stuff is all right there, right? It's content. It's just waiting for you, right, to start to think it through. Um, and then again, I do a one minute every single day call center tip of the day, right? And it's under one minute because then it can go on YouTube shorts. And again, what you're going to find, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you, you start posting, you're going to post on YouTube shorts, you're going to post on TikTok, and you're going to get like 100, 100 people are going to see it. Then you're going to get like four people that are going to see it. You're going to get like 19 people that are going to see it. You're like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? And you're going to continue to do it. Right? And all of a sudden, you're going to get one that gets like 30,000. Oh, that's really cool. Then you're going to go back to nine and 10 and five. And then you're going to get one that's going to go 150,000. You're like, that's going to be the worst one I've ever did. Right? right? And it's nine seconds of nothing. And it's the one that resonated because the algorithm said it. Right? So continue to keep, keep just, just keep posting. So again, stream your podcast. Everybody here, if, if I can tell you, if I can beg you one thing to walk out of here is, is please, please, please start a podcast. Start a podcast in, in what you want to do in your niche. It doesn't even have to be that. Because if you, if you do something that you're passionate about, even if it's not with your startup or not with your business, right? But you start to have, you're starting to build community, right? Some of those community members are going to resonate with what you're doing with your business, right? So again, I, I, that's the number one thing I, I, I beg you, right? Video, just chop and continue to use all that content. Video your meetings, your brainstorming sessions. Um, you're at a whiteboard and you're like, all right, I got to figure out my website, put your camera up and start filming just what you're doing with your website. Right. We did a, you know, one of the, the things that I'm doing, my kind of the technology startup is we're trying to take what we've done with Expedia from the customer service end and do it on the digital side to try to do community support for like NFT web three projects, those kind of like weird nerdy things. And anytime that we have like a UX or, or, or a user interface uh, brainstorming meeting, I'm filming absolutely everything. They get annoyed with it at first, like my guys, but then they kind of see, you know, where that comes through. And, and we get also a lot of people that 
you know, they talk about it online that, that it can give us kind of some suggestions too. Any thoughts you have, people care about your thoughts. You don't think they do. They do. Right. Thoughts go on Twitter. Thoughts can be video thoughts. Most of my stuff is again, TikTok wise is 35 seconds of something that just popped into my head, holding my camera, film it, send it. Um, again, policies, procedures, a day in the life of what you're doing. You are, you are not just someone that's going through a business boot camp. You are an unbelievable um, startup entrepreneur. And you can frame yourself in any possible way that you want, right? And if you frame yourself that way, right, people will want to know what you're doing. Right? You can help them as you're going through your process. You can start to build community right now with that process. Right? I love whiteboarding, right? Just talking about something I know about and doing on a whiteboard. Um, and again, are you adding value? Are you entertaining? Those are the two questions that you're doing. Are you selling? It's probably not going to be good. If you're adding value and entertain or entertaining, there's some things that can do. And if you put them both together, right, you can really have something. All right. Now, this is not as important to you because B to C. Um, now, I will tell you though this: all of you should have a LinkedIn profile. If you do not have a LinkedIn profile, even if you are business to consumer. Right? You need to create a LinkedIn profile. Right, The reason I'm saying this is, again, you don't need to go crazy posting. For me, this is my holy grail. LinkedIn from a from a business to business standpoint. And again, where Kathy's talking about, we've cracked the code. Right, We've just posted so much stuff. And again, I know you guys have this. So if you get there, this stuff is so – and it almost translates to everything else, right? So you know, certain things like these algorithms – and start to learn what works for you, right? So, like, don't for LinkedIn. If you put a link in, like your YouTube link on LinkedIn, the algorithm kills it because it doesn't want you to go off their platform, right? So, you got to put it in the stupid comment section, which is kind of a nerdy, kind of weird thing, but it really, really works, right? Uploading di- directly to the platform, right? Or like taking videos, right? Or on the LinkedIn app, the algorithm boosts those as well. Um, you know, using three to five hashtags again. You guys have this in your thing. I know a lot of you aren't going to be on LinkedIn a ton um, for, for what you are. But again, start your business on there. Get your business on there. Start your profile. Make sure that it's on there. All right. And again, pay the eight bucks for Twitter. I know that I just did this the other day and that's kind of been off. Like Elon Musk took this down. But for all of us, including me, that could never get a blue check, then we could say, well, we want about the blue check. The amount of reach that I have found, I had it on for two days before it happened, was it was insane. So again, I would again take anything that you do from a thought, anything that you do, I would rip those blog posts, find little sentences, little phrases, post those on Twitter, become a thought leader on Twitter as well in your little niche, right? And again, pay the eight bucks, uh, become get verified on on Twitter, and I think you know it's going to really help, especially with, with what uh, with what is about to happen. On all right, you all need, and if you guys are four TikToks a day, so we're gonna do a TikTok right now. Yeah, we're doing it. Look at, look at, this is all it is. This is all it is. Just, you know, super excited. Was at Gannon, uh, did a business boot camp, right? Talked about social media, stopped talking about branding. We did a, a streaming right now, right? So, Again, I'll, I'll post more of this stuff later, but uh, super excited. These guys have been awesome. That's a TikTok. There's no reason you can't do that four times a day. None. Right? And the, the worst ones, the silliest ones, 
they're the ones that are resonating the most. That thing might take off. Like, it's crazy. Again, that's all you need to do. You're in your car. You talk for 25 seconds. Don't think you need to set anything up. Don't think you need to understand the app to make things all pretty. You don't, right? And I have found that this has been the number one way that we have gotten more followers. I'm not doing this for Expedia. It's called um, call, uh, call Center underscore geek is the handle. And all the people that are on my TikTok and my profile have to go back to the podcast. So the podcast has gone up about 12 to 17% since I've really been posting you know, over the last, I've been doing the four TikToks a day over the last about six months. Do you hashtag everyone on TikTok? Um, I do three to five hashtags and I, I keep, I do hashtag call center, call center life, call center agent, and then call center geek. And then if there's something like AI or something nerdy that I can, I can do in there. Um, and then the other thing on TikTok I found too is, it's really, the music is really important. So even with me talking, right, I will find something that is trending. Um, I'll put it as low as I possibly can, even if you can't hear it, but it still shows up in the metadata that I'm using that music, right? And more people will look at it. And again, not everything is so, so call center stuff. It could be, again, the interesting stuff, like people can hear you when you're on, on hold, like contact centers and everything. Well, that's why I swear, I hate them anyway. You get that stuff, that's fine, right? But that gets all the conversation going. Um, and again, this is the best organic reach. If you find something that hits and hitting for you or, or for even for me, like I, I'm not, most of my posts are 300, but then I have a couple of them that are hundred grand or 65,000. And those are the ones that I'll throw 10 bucks behind 20 bucks behind. Right. And then that literally, I mean, I don't want to say it doubles the reach, but it's what you can get on TikTok right now because there's so many people. When we think of everybody's creating content, they're not really creating content. They're consuming the content. So there's a big gap between the people that are actually on their creating content and the people who are consuming it. So it's super, super cheap and your organic reach is crazy. And again, remember, create and grab your land in this stupid, silly space right now, right? Because in five years or three years or maybe two years, it's going to be like Instagram and you're going to be like, damn it. I wish I would have put my brand on TikTok. And now it's too late. And now if you want to get on there, you got to pay. So now is the time to, to claim land. Again, because like I talked about earlier, it's already starting to evolve with, with 10 minute videos. Do you use a smartphone? I use an iPhone. Yeah. Why? I was just wondering which is better. Or if it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters other than I have no idea how to use anything else now. But <laughs> So that's, they kind of got me. All right, so as I kind of wrap this up, and then if you guys have any questions, so all different things, and I did this for the business boot camp when we had more students, right? So, you know, I was talking about, like, you know, the highlights of your paper or your projects that you're doing, right? Again, you are going through a business boot camp. I would be doing a video after every single one of these sessions, and what you learned, what you liked, what you hated. There's, like, four videos right there, right? And it also reinforces kind of the good things that you just listened to and you heard, um, I would then go reach out to me or whoever is there and be like, Hey, can I get a quick, you know, can we do a quick, uh, you know, 10 minute video together? And, and I have a couple questions. Anytime you do that or reach out, ask if you can film it again, you're, you're creating and becoming your own media company, uh, video, your projects, any questions, Q and A's are amazing. I do overrated, underrated, like once a month and get everybody ticked off at me in the, in the crazy call center world. 
right? Of of just like, hey, this stat is overrated, and oh, you're lying. Oh, it's not right. We get it. We start to get a conversation. This is my favorite when I go out and I speak or I go to any type of uh, my conference. I will go to somebody who I respect and I'll be like, listen, I'm going to buy you a steak dinner. But I'm going to put my camera up and we're going to have a half hour conversation before our steak comes on this thing that's going on in the industry. And I'll film it. And then, boom, I have a ton of things that I just got with maybe who's a way bigger dude than me in the, in the, um, in the industry. And he's having dinner with me. Right, so little things that you can do there. Any business meeting thoughts? Leave my overrated and underrated podcast, podcast, podcast. Uh, the other thing, if you guys know, if you don't have it on there, set the setting that you can record on your phone. So there's like a little setting, and then this allows you to record your screen. So if anything comes up that is super cool. Like I'll, I'll do like, I'll scroll my podcast episodes, right. It's from like one to 160 and I'll just scroll them and I'll record it and, and be like, what's your favorite one here? Or look, we have 180 of these episodes, you know, come right. So you can use your phone, record anything you have on there. Then that becomes a video that you're utilizing. Just right. It's in your settings. Um, and I'll, I'll, I have it. Yeah. Um, Oh, so your phone. You can you can take videos of your tweets, right? So you can screenshot your tweet, right? Put it on TikTok with a little music behind it, right? That becomes a TikTok, right? That becomes something that you can use on a YouTube short, right? And again, I, I did this for for those guys, but you know the business topics, how you relate. Um, again, with with any of this stuff, I mean, I would even do like, hey, you know, we talked about using voice. In our audio and video and, and writing blog and, 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 and taking a video, like I really feel comfortable on video. So, guys, I'm going to try to do this a little bit more. Um, just how, however, whatever kind of comes from you, that's the stuff that people want to hear. They don't want to hear, "Hey, I have a startup and we're going to start our costs at 14.95 and we're going to really change the whole." But you're not adding value. You're selling there, right? You're selling. Add value. Develop a trust. Get a community. And that's what will happen organically, right? And then you can start to say, hey, guys, check this out too. We have been working on this. We're working on this. Um, and I think that you know you can do a lot of really cool things that way. All right. And then this is, I think, my last slide. What do I use, right? So here's the tools uh, that I'm utilizing to create all this stuff. So again, I have, I have a Yeti mic, right? So I just talk in that with my podcast like uh, 85 bucks. Uh, there's a free, it's called Audacity. Again, I'm not technologically advanced with this stuff. Right? I'm not like a, a guru of any of this stuff. It's called Audacity. It's totally free. The only thing I do with it, why I like it, is because on the podcast, I just upload the podcast and I can highlight where I say um and I can hit delete. Like that's my editing process, right? Just because I um the heck out of things. Right? So, you don't have to know any type of advanced audio. Literally, highlight, delete for any ums. And then it's hosted on Buzzsprout. So the podcast gets hosted on Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout then takes your feed and puts it everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeartMusic, uh, really anywhere that it wants to be. Stitcher, Google, uh, Google Audio. And then I love, it's from a video standpoint, so more, if I do any, when I cut my videos up, 
I use Fillmore. I know a lot of people use, um, um, like, what's the really good? There's a lot of really good, you know, from Adobe Premiere. Um, Premier, and, like, and I, I don't know how to do it, right? When I have people that do, it's really cool. But Filmora, again, it's my highlight, cut it here, and then it takes that, and I can just, boom, literally upload it. It's the easiest thing ever. That's why I use it. And then this is very cool, too. Um, I don't I think it's called subtitle, subtitle, sub, I don't know how to really pronounce it, but what this will do, and it does it better than anything that I have found is take your three minute video, upload it to this and it will subtitle it for you and it will create a format in two different ways. It will create your, you know, your 16 by nine, like for your LinkedIn and YouTube, and then it will create your nine by 16 as well in the same exact template. Right, so you can utilize them for TikToks, you can utilize them for YouTube Shorts, and you can utilize them for your regular kind of, you know, the long kind of movie-looking videos. And it subtitles it, and it, it's the only one that I found that I'm like, I really don't have to change much. Right, it really does a great job on the subtitles, which I think adds a lot to it. I'm using people in India uh, for Fiverr um, if I want to rip any type of blogs if I'm like behind. But again, you can do that yourself. And then I've really got into Repurpose.io. Um, at repurpose.io, I can basically make a TikTok video and say, hey, I need to repurpose this for YouTube Shorts for LinkedIn. And basically just hit a button and it takes that. It takes the TikTok uh, watermark off um, and then repurposes it um, for any type of um, other format that I want. So, again, that's just creating the same piece of content, changing it a little bit for the different platforms. Um, and, again, I just use mine for literally 90% of the stuff. Thank you for listening. So, I mean, do you guys, is there any questions or anything? I mean, that's where I, I run in. Again, I run into the, I don't think you guys want to hear about SEO and websites. I think, you know, you need a website, right? You don't really need to hear about, there's a ton of stuff on SEO. I'm going to put people to sleep if I talk about a SWOT analysis, right? And I, so I think that this is kind of the, the, the biggest thing that I can really add value because I'm doing it. Like I'm literally everything I said here, I am doing myself. I'm doing every single day. And I have found a ton of value for a very little amount of cost. And like I said, anything that I find that hits on a YouTube short, on a TikTok, on a LinkedIn, that is the only time I'll throw a little bit of money behind it to push the reach out. And when I'm saying a little bit, I'm talking about 10 bucks, 20 bucks. Like I'm not doing anything. We, I've tried it. Um, and again, I'm not saying there's no value in it. Right, especially from a B2C, a business to consumer product, there's a ton of value in what you guys are going to find in, in Facebook ads and YouTube ads. That's really, really, really important. But most of you are not there yet or don't have the budget for it because I started doing this because when we had four reps and four employees and I tried to go on Google search and Google ads and, and customer service outsourcing was like $80 a click. So anytime anybody clicked on that, I was paying 80 bucks. I'm like, I can't, I can't play with the big boys in this space. So how do I market my business? How do I do what I need to do from a guerrilla warfare kind of grassroots level? And content has been just the most amazing thing ever. So again, I just, I think that it's important. I know it's not like the, the actual thing you'll find in a book, but I think it's the thing that I, hopefully I can, I can bring to you to add the most amount of value for where you guys are now, for what you can do literally starting as you walk out of this room. Yes. 
And a couple of things that Tom touched on last time he did this class um, is, you know, you he became the subject matter expert in call centers without selling anything by just sharing his knowledge. So you could start out, and, you know, and Tom said before, you know, make a list. Make a list of what are the top 10 ways to have the best cupcake turnout, right? Yep. Talk about stirring. Talk about sifting. Talk about, you know, how you mix in and cream your butter. What products do you use? What have you found that this butter is better than that butter? Right. So you're not selling, hey, I have these cupcakes. You're giving information so people are going to want to come back. Oh, my God, that was like the best tip ever. Like my daughter who was taking baking at Fairview, um, I've been nuts for the past year because I go to Walmart to buy my bread because it's on the way home. And I every time I get home, I'm like, gosh darn it, I'm tired of buying this bread because it's the whole thing is a big hole and you don't see it. It pisses me off. And my daughter came home last week and she goes, that's tunneling. I don't make pardon me. She goes, they mix it too much. That's why you have a tunnel all through it. They're mixing your stuff. Look at that. And I'm like, holy crap, sissy pants. I mean, I was so excited that I went to the baker and I said, my daughter just told me blah, blah, blah. Right? Make a list. If you don't know where to start in your podcast or posting on LinkedIn, make a list of what is your product and how can I just inform people of something? You know, Mary, you're you're doing therapy, right? Counseling. What are 10 ways to decompress on your way home from work? Oh, the amount of content there is Right? I mean, I got, so I got a really bad accident, and now I'm doing this VR machine, which I'm doing it only because, and I can't fit it in. But the one thing that I have to do with the question every week is, she told me when I do deep breathing, to breathe through my stomach, not my nose, and sigh it out. And the more pissed off you can be when you sigh it out, the better you feel. My God, what a great tip. I do that all the time. I'm in a meeting, I'm like... Right. We're like, what are you doing? Like nothing. I'm just wearing my nose. But right, so think of what you're doing. Photography, how to take the best pictures at sunset. And that's one one posting a day about that subject, right? So think of what you're doing, make a list, and then there's your content for a month. I think that's a good point. It's, it's right. categorizing yeah. your day, right? It, it's getting to a point where you're comfortable with understanding that. People are going to be like, why do you have your phone out all the time? Like, I do. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to brand. I'm trying to market this thing. I do have my phone out all the time. And if you, again, as I'm in the elevator on the way down, if I'm by myself, I'm going to do a video of me just what I did and I'm on the elevator. Right? I'm just constantly kind of talking through my day. And the one thing that I, I didn't say in here is it's uh, from a social media standpoint, it's called the... Um, uh, Dollar, uh, it stinks getting old. I know. I don't have it on there. Okay, yeah. I call it the dollar 80 rule, right? And, and basically, what you need to do is, and this is to, to start up with a following, like you have no following. How do we get a following, right? Is I would take, and again, at night, I'd be watching TV and I'd just have my phone. Right, and I would go on try to find ninety posts a day where I can add my two cents. Right, so not just say great post, but hey, you know, I love when you talked about this. Right, that will get people talking about you. I guarantee you, people will be going to look at your profile, then. and that's how you will develop a following when you have no following on a platform. Right, you start to to really get deeper into it, 
And again, it takes time, right? This is not, if you don't have a million bucks to just throw at something, right? What you do have is your time and your energy. And if you, if you put the time and energy again, when, when most people are asleep or in the, they're watching Netflix and you're talking on a podcast or ripping videos or, or commenting on someone's social media, like it doesn't seem like a lot, but you do that every day. It really adds up. Um, I can't believe I forgot to talk about that because this is a huge, huge piece. Like, and this is what I do on TikTok right now because I have no TikTok mode. Um, and, and just try to go. And the other thing, it's been very hard because I'm, I'm trying to be super positive. Like, I'm never negative on this thing, but like, if you go to like, call, like hashtag call center problems and you'll have you know, somebody like will complain, like, I'll try to do a stitch, right, of me like trying to help them, right, or explain. You know, I hear you, but this is what your manager, I think they were thinking, I think you're right here, but in trying to do that, right? In trying to grab onto what other people are doing kind of for yourself. But as long as you're doing it in a positive way, you're not, you're not demonizing anybody. You're not being negative. Um, I think it can be a really good way too. So, I mean, there's a ton to this. Um, you just got to really dig in. And, and, and I know a lot of you guys are on certain platforms, but it's just a different mentality between being on social media or how am I marketing my business or personal brand for social media? Like those are two separate things. And so you just got to kind of flip the switch um, to, to, to change what you're doing and, and try to become a, a content creator of what you're doing on, on these platforms. And if you don't think you have time, look at your day and make it a calendar. Make it a calendar event every day on your phone. Your phone says, hey, in 50 minutes, you're going to do a podcast. You're going to think about 